0: nights of my ten I just written it all
1: gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbed Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and it is a great public holiday. And uh, if you're not from Melbourne, then well, suck it uh, because we've got one today. And with me always on a public holiday, uh, the one and only Dural Jaya singer.
2: I think I actively (laughs) avoid you on a public holiday because you're way too enthusiastic. (laughs) That's good. I've got my kids
1: with me. You're like, get away, get away. Yeah. Too too (laughs) much, too much
2: noise. Remember, there was actually a call during lockdown where we were chatting and your kids were so noisy. I'm like, Hey man, you know, I love your kids. But I don't, I don't think I want to – I don't have to deal with this. You do. So, bye. I think, I think
1: that's when Taya was screaming at me going, play memory with me. Play memory with me. Play memory with me. Is that
2: me. the the musical uh, from Cats?
1: No, just memory. You know the memory? Do you have no. play memory?
2: No, 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 no. Well, look, we'll find out. With our guest knows uh, what memory is, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is exciting. Uh, so many things. So many credits from neighbours, from the Masked singer, but most importantly, fellow ambassador of Run Melbourne. Please welcome Rob Millsy Mills.
0: Oh, mate! What an intro. Thanks very much. And Dill, just straight away, memory is the game where you put the cards down and you flip them over, and you have to guess which card matches with it. You know, you have like sixteen or twenty cards, or forty-eight cards, and you have to guess the card that matches for
2: the other deal. well yeah. i'm sure i've played it i just maybe not have ever called it that is it where you put them all <laughs> <in> <laughs> you put 52 <laughs> cards out in a row and then you go one by one and you try and you know each person you eliminate like you start unfolding them right and then uh, if you deal. pair no, them no, up man. like what
0: no you no, just have no. to match them as pairs
1: so it's just you can like, only pull out two like, cards at a time yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like so, for instance, like you know, we've we've got I think in my house because my partner's into it, we've got sixteen memory sets, so it can be like ah, the theme okay, is okay, okay, right. So there's a whole and-
2: type of thing called, so we, I would play it with a standard deck of cards, fifty-two, right? Okay. And you put them all face down, fifty-two right. of them. Say right. yeah. you know, ten by five, and then two more, and yeah. then you start going, and it's, you can only go in like you know, in the time to see how long you can start pairing them up. So each oh, no, ace has a second one. Oh, no. Each, do you know what I mean? And that's, that's that's what you do when oh, you're alone. When That's you're another, playing by yourself.
1: But, and then the casino guy. gets really pissed off. <laughs> yes. Especially when give, you're... Me back,
0: give me back the cards. We're playing blackjack, sir.
1: Well, not <laughs> even at the blackjack table. It's just it's just
2: at the, at the foot court.
1: <laughs> it'd, it'd be great at the blackjack table. You get two aces and you're like, got another one. And you just take the cards with you.
2: <laughs> what a match. But uh, this is so nice to have you in here, Millsy. And especially
1: all... on this day, Dil. Because if you don't know, it's this year and it's so long ago that this great man <laughs> was the first Australian to ever host the series Stooged.
2: <laughs> <laughs> see again, Memory Does... and Stooge, both references I don't get. <laughs>
1: Fill me in. Mate, what a, what a
0: television show hosted with <laughs> Yvette Duncan. You can see her um, hosting infomercials now, I think, on uh one of the morning shows. Um, she's a lovely girl. So we have this hidden camera show deal. This is no joke. So we would prank. One person would be in on it and they have to, they have to pretend they have to make up some lies. Right. Uh, and you have to convince two of their friends who are in the room with them. So they have to invite them around for dinner and then they have to basically come up with three different lies. And throughout the, throughout the evening, they have to come outside, like make up an excuse to come and see me or a vet and we give them the next lie. Right obviously this is all being filmed but this is back in 2005. Now think of what a hidden camera would look like back in 2005. Now we have cameras now on our phones that are the size of you know half a pea right they're tiny. Back then we had these mirrored prisms that were probably think of like a box of wine that you get you know sometimes a bottle of champagne comes in a box of wine. Now, think that double it and now, uh-huh. it's mir- and now it's mirrored right now imagine six so it of like them looks like a kaleidoscope yeah, yeah 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 so mirrored now think of six of them around your apartment around your house and you've invited your friends over and you start telling them weird things you don't think they're going to twig there's something weird going on what's all these weird mirrored prisms that are you know Adults? opportunistically placed in did your did
2: anyone fall for it
0: no, well, I don't know. The editor did a very good job. But the series lasted, I think... How many
2: Three. <laughs> oh, well, look, I've got to be honest with you. So you made a good point, which is that cameras have improved. So I think it's time we brought back Stooged. I think we're, we're ready was, for Stooged 2020 it a, edition.
1: It was a cross between, like, hidden camera. And they thought, you know what? Let's make it different. And then add the element of improv improv the host.
0: <laughs> also, you can't... You can't get people to improv who don't know any improv. (laughs) Improv is a very hard skill.
1: Because it's a great one to also retrospect, because we've all worked in television for so long, that when you look at it Not that there's any footage of it. I don't know if there is, but...
0: Oh, I've got the DVDs. If you you want them, then I can send them to you. I would love
1: it Yeah, it's like, okay, what are you going to say next? Now you've got a list of things to say that the writers have given you before. So it's like, let's pretend it's improv on top of a hidden camera. Mm -hmm. It's it's a recipe for only three episodes. (laughs) Yeah, only three episodes.
0: But also one of my other favorite things was after we went to air, we shot 13 episodes, um, the first one went to air and someone said, were you okay, like, in, in the read? Because all the, all the, all the audio, you were really squinting. I'm like, why did not someone, I, I could have put, got put my glasses on. I thought I was fine. But apparently, because the cameras were so far away in the yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah. No, they think you're doing but... some sort
2: of insensitive racial thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't read it. I just couldn't read it. Anyway. So, so now oh. you, were, you boys, were, uh, Ben, you were saying you guys have had interactions before. Mm.
1: We we have I and look my question just to finish it off my question was a there bit of a ruse because 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 I was going down the path of the racist. being yeah because it's cup day like we are recording on cup day mm. and this time was it was it cup day where it, is it we're talking 17 years ago where you became famous you've talked about it I don't want to talk about it to death yeah but you were 21 years old is that correct that's right. 21 years old, and there was that footage, that picture of you with Paris Hilton on the balcony. That's the famous one. Well, that, that was the uh,
0: Saturday, the Saturday night before, the, or the, Sunday night sata- before.
1: The Saturday night before. But
0: well, that was that yeah. picture was from the Monday morning. Oh,
1: so Where? that's a picture of the
0: Monday morning. I and, and the Tuesday.
2: Know, no, this... So it's <laughs> another reference, a stooge uh, memory. Now, who is Paris Hilton?
0: <laughs> that's what I want to know. Have you ever seen? I, don't, I I've not seen her since. So. Where but is she, was, she now? I think we should do a, where is she, she now?
1: She was having dinner on the last episode of Stooge. And, <laughs> and <Milsie swapped> in. <laughs> but this is, cause I, I'll never forget it because you rose to like, you know, of course you're an Australian idol, but then it's just every single person knew who you were after that. It's kind of
0: it, weird. Yeah. Definitely kind of weird. Considering, um, all I'd done was, a uh, have been singing in pubs in Melbourne here for three or four years. Um, and then to go from singing 30 songs a night to singing one song a night, um, on Australian Idol and then making it to the, well, the top, the top five. And then we did a big grand final show. Um, yeah, it was, it was really surreal and I had no idea who, who this person was. Um, just thought she was cute. Same, same age. Um, met up, had a chat hooked up and then I said, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going back to Melbourne for the cup. See you there. She's like, see you there. Great. And there's me, blonde tips, bought, bought a suit on the way to the races with white sunnies. It was ridiculous. Ah, <laughs> uh,
1: white
2: sunnies, mate, miss I was, them. Uh,
0: yeah, just super, super green, and just young and immature, and just, uh, just a kid, as I said. Yeah. Man, I've never so been young. in a plane. I'd never it's... been in a plane before going on Australian Idol.
2: Like, really? You grew, to, so you grew up in Victoria?
0: Yeah, yeah. But we go caravanning every holidays. So. Yeah. For, for for me, it was uh, completely so. How quick affra- was the
2: turnaround? So when we're talking, uh, is it like to to singing in pubs to fame within six months? More?
0: Oh, what? yeah. Well, a certain level of I wouldn't call it fame. It, I don't know. What do you guys call it? I don't. No, well, just, just being recognized, being known, rotary. like recognized. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Three this months. Is I mean, uh,
1: social media Three months. As well. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. MySpace. I think Tom was everyone's friend on MySpace, and that was that was the I think the extent of our social media back then. But,
1: like, I, yeah. just, I just remember just vividly just this, even for people who hadn't watched Australian Idol, then found out who Millsy was. And then it was just like, wow. And then, but then the best thing about it was like, oh, he's this guy, but oh, but he's got talent as well. Which I love that that came after the fact. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. like, yeah, he's like this really hot bird, but he's actually really good.
0: Cool. That's the uh, <laughs> that's the surprisingly good Rob Mills. I think that's followed me around can for you, a can few you years. Can you tell
2: us about that? Because we talked about this the other day, Rob. Uh, about oh, yeah. the the reviews and things like that.
0: Yeah, so for years after... Uh, I, I mean, I got into musical theatre about 2006 um, and then really like I, I got my first lead role in 2008 and then in Wicked, did that for two years, I went and did Legally Blonde, I did Grease the Musical and I was getting these reviews saying, oh, he's surprisingly good, Rob Miller, surprisingly good and I went, what? I've been doing this for quite a while now, like I've been doing gigs for like since I was like 17, do you think maybe I'll just be good? Like, or just bad or yeah. why is he, why is he surprised? So I wrote a, I wrote a show, uh, like a one man cabaret show called Rob Mills is surprisingly good. And I think it was uh, a way to, even for me, just to shake, to shake the title. Cause once you take ownership of something, it diffuses its power. Yeah. So for me, it was, it, it was a really a look at it. Am I perpetuating this notion? And we do this in Australia heaps still. We talked about this the other day, like, um, we had this tall poppy syndrome in Australia, uh, and we also, we don't almost want to value ourselves too much because we mm. don't want to be seen as big heading ourselves or we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, you know? So we, we almost go like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm okay. But as soon as we go, no, I'm good enough. I, yeah. I, I, I do belong here. Like I, I belong in musical theater. Or I belong in entertainment or I be- belong. I as you a-
1: deserve love and respect. Yeah. 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 Correct.
0: Correct. Um, and musical
1: so is the best one because it pays the most for well, the, <laughs>
0: yeah, the, some of the, some of the lead roles have been very good. Uh, thank you, GFO, uh, <laughs> I've had a great time, but yeah, it's, it was super fun and it did actually shift after doing the show. Uh, now I just got reviews that said Rob, Rob Mills was shit. So yeah. it's been really good yeah, for me. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, really, yeah. yeah. And brackets not surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, it's not surprising yeah. anymore.
1: <laughs>
2: But it is it is quite fascinating that that I always think about people when they're young, uh, getting sort of that recognition or notoriety or a public profile. Let's put it that way. Yeah. That that it, it can really kind of alter someone's life for some more often than not. We see it being extra challenging because you still haven't figured yourself out. Like that's what I always think. I always you you notice it with you know young Hollywood stars, and it's so rare that you get the exceptions like Daniel Radcliffe you know, because he seems to keep it together. But he himself said he had an alcohol, you know, problem oh, yeah. at the age of like 20. And he's now sober. But, uh, you know, but like there's so many people like Bieber and, and, and Drew Barrymore and all the list goes on. So was that uh, challenging for you then all of a sudden being so young and having all this attention sometimes like, you know, f- uh, with with the publicity side of things that we're talking not, you're not getting attention for the things that you're, you know, that you're
0: actually good at. Actually, yeah, 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 do t- totally. I think... And I say this to a lot of kids when I'm teaching workshops or whatever is, if you do want to go on one of these shows or you do want to put yourself out there, make sure you have a really good um, sort of idea of who you are, what you stand for, what your values are, what your self-worth is. Um, I always always t- tell the kids about self-confidence and self-worth. We can have self-confidence in ourselves, like we believe in ourselves, but it's, it's actually your self-worth that is the most important thing. And tell um, us what's the
2: difference, do you think?
0: Self-worth is knowing your value system and knowing who you are as a person. That's your self-worth. So no matter what happens, no matter what anyone says about you, you know the value of yourself. You know who you mm-hmm. are, you know what you stand for. Um the self-confidence comes from that. Yeah. From from that belief system. Because sometimes self-confidence can be, uh, oh, it's, a ruse. Just, it's,
2: it's a ruse, which is actually just bravado. It's yeah. actually compensating for the lack of confidence, which is a problem I would say that I had is that I looked confident because I was performing in front of lots of people, mm. but it was just masking the, the kid who is scared and misses his home. You
0: know, yeah. we're all, mate, we've all got that scared, the scared child inside of us. I read a really good article uh, this week, Mark Manson, I'm going to paraphrase, but he talked about the, um, the hopelessness. Um, and it's okay that that's actually how we're born. We're we're born into the hopelessness. We're a child, we're an infant. We actually do need people to look after us Mm -hmm. and we need to then do the work on ourselves, whether it's learning how to walk even that's in the very small, um, the small steps, but learning how to walk, learning how to feed ourselves. And then as you get older, you do need to learn how to be better at things and learn how to fend for yourself and learn how to make friends and um yeah.
1: it's learn not to push other kids over at the playground yeah
0: <laughs> <It's> exactly exactly <laughs> but we don't fall back with like when bad things happen to us we don't go oh now i'm now i'm feeling hopeless it's like no we've always been hopeless but it's it's these challenges things that that's the things that we need to build on we need to build on from the from the hopelessness place i think i think
1: and yeah. I'm,
0: I'm a massive believer yeah. in that
1: i think i look i totally i totally agree do the and work I, I've, but uh, you do the work and then, but also be able to understand why you're doing it. Cause I feel like I'm just doing it all over again now with kids. That like my understanding and caring and nurturing, which is something I was like, why didn't I do that more for myself as an adult when it seems to come naturally when it's your own flesh and blood? So mm-hmm. like, I just had these moments where I was like, oh, I just, why, where was this? Where was this love and compassion and understanding when I can give it all to my two beautiful kids? But where was it for pretty much all of my turt you know in my 20s and, and mid 30s like but, where
0: but, was it but maybe but maybe the adversity breeds awesomeness that's what i'm like one of the things i believe in like maybe because i didn't get that um the, the big long feeling emotional chats with my dad or with my mum when i was growing up maybe that's what made me go oh i need to work i want to know more about this I, it yeah. actually made me dig deeper into it and that's why i became the person i became so that's i wouldn't discount it i wouldn't discount the the work yeah. that your parents did maybe you know, a little stiff arm every now and then, a little whack from gonna, the parents. Ben, it's, I'll it's, ask, I don't know.
2: ben, I'll ask you a question as a parent, but uh, you feel like there's a balance of, it, that, you, that you're on the one hand you want to protect your kids as much as you can from feeling hurt and pain, but on the other hand, you know, some of the best lessons can only come from being exposed to those pains yourself and then learning from those mistakes.
1: Yeah, to fight balance, as an example, Uh, my daughter wanted to throw a rock into the river, right? I'll let her say, hey, be careful, get to the edge, throw the rock in, and then step back. And it's those moments where, in my head, all I want to do is have her stand three metres away from the edge... (laughs) three minutes away from the edge to throw the rock in. But I was like, it's just controlling and I need her to just understand. And in my head, I'm like, I have to let her go to the edge, feel the confidence, not be scared, throw the rock in. I said, be careful. And then also I have to prepare to let go of what I'm scared of and also be prepared to jump in. So if she does- (laughs) She's going to stack it. (laughs) Right, and stack it. And I'm ready to jump in. So I don't know how deep it is in the Marinova River. I don't know how it is. And that's all, all that thinking of just trying to let go and then doing it just for her to throw a rock into a river. And yeah, that sounds I, exhausting. What? Yeah. And so it's, that, it's so exhausting. So, but it's that same thing. It was like at the start, I would just grab her and go, you're not going anywhere near it. And then you right. realize that that's not, that's not benefiting her. It's not benefiting anyone. It's not benefiting her confidence. There's so, no growth happening there.
0: And Ben, so, that, all, and that all happens in a hundredth of a second.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that all that all those thoughts just, you go, that no, you go. My 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 niece. Um, last year I think it was my brother took them up to Sydney uh, to stay at my place up there, and she went down a hill down in Clavelli, just near the water, on her scooter, and he goes. He FaceTimed me straight after and she has stacked it. She's seven and just absolutely stacked it. It was like a, not not a big heel, maybe 40 meters, right. Of pavement though. And was just getting the speed wobbles. He goes, I saw it happening. <laughs> yeah. The speed wobbles <laughs> happening. arms Little arms shaking yes, and then yeah. <laughs> straight off. It's oh, when the, the
1: scooter gets out of control. Oh, um, all the
0: skin off her hands, knees oh. gone. And it took her, it took her like a month or so to get back on the scooter. But then she's back on and. Back being a daredevil again, like you've got to have you got to have the stacks. Yeah, as not a parent, I'm just saying that's from my brother. It's that's interesting. I mean,
2: not a side, side 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 <laughs> note is that I um I love there's a YouTube clip uh, called uh, tricycle accidents or tricycle bloopers that I find really funny, and I'm sorry I shouldn't be laughing at those, but they're hilarious. Always um, laugh at them. But they were Mills, you do you do a lot of work uh, in terms of charity work with uh with youth. You know, you do a lot of uh, singing with kids and things like that. What's sort of the the questions, I guess, the, the, that you get asked a lot in terms of, you know, we talked about making telling kids that if you're going to go down this reality TV path, find your purpose or find know what your core values are. What seems to be a, generally a common chat that pops up?
1: And just to add to that, what are you teaching? Just to give it context. Like. Okay,
0: so I'm usually teaching uh, performance. So I'll get the kids yep. to come in and they will um, they will have prepared a song. Um, so I get them to walk into the room as if we're walking into an audition. Because sometimes you may be the best singer in the world, but you must be, you could be rubbish at auditions. You never get the job. I mean,
2: you're talking to two blokes who are barely book auditions. So maybe (laughs) start with us, right? What would you say some of these things are?
0: It's super important to walk into a room with confidence. Your first job. And you know, this as comedians is to make the audience feel comfortable. If you're not comfortable, we are naturally empathetic as human beings, unless you've got some psychopath watching you and judging you from the other side of the table. But generally speaking, a casting director, wants you to get the job. I remember once, um, going to a workshop and the casting director said every time that someone walks in the room, we want them to get the job. Cause that means our job's done. Yeah. So always, always have that in your mind when you walk in the room, going, well, I'm the guy for the job. They want me for the job. They yeah, probably right. like, wh- why not have that thought? So just having that positive sort of mindset helps shoulders back and being, as I said, being comfortable with you being in the space and taking your time. If you need a breath, just take a moment. It's your time in the, in the room. Never, never make yourself feel rushed. I always walk up and this is just something that I do. always walk into the room and I will shake hands. Probably not now. Cause 2020 and COVID um, probably elbow tap everyone on the panel, but I like to shake hands and meet them, greet them with eye contact. And um, some people don't like to do that cause it's not who they are, but that's just me as a person. And, um, and the other thing, I, I think the kids sometimes say, Oh, I want to, I want to be famous. And I always hate that one because I say to them, fame is the byproduct of doing the thing that you love. That's the only way you should ever think of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You never, you never trying to be famous. You're trying to do something great and the fame comes from you doing something great, whether it's, I don't know, building a rocket ship or whether it's, I don't. I don't, or whatever it is, song, or comedian, painting, or yeah, 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 yeah. What,
2: it, or playing sport or whatever, like it's the correct. byproduct of what you are actually good at that is celebrated, rather than being famous for the sake of being famous. Which I it guess in you know, a reality TV, though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Instagram and reality TV. That's the that's what people are. I guess kids are thinking, oh, that's how I can do it. I just be an influencer. That's now, like, so so for but, you, those those sort of early years, then did that take a little? Uh, Bit of learning some hard lessons, and then you because I I, since I've known you in the last year and a bit, you always come off as someone who has a very good sense of self awareness. At least, at least that's my perception of it.
0: I feel like you know, I lie to you every time, yeah. I'm I'm dying on the inside. No, no,
2: (laughs) I've got to, I mean, even if you are dying on the inside, the fact that you know it is what I'm impressed about. (laughs) So, that self awareness (laughs) and things like that was that something that was always part of you, or had had you had to go through something to get there,
0: mate? That's that's all. I think it was the um, the celebrity that followed me um, after Idol, and everyone having an idea of who I was, and me going, "Oh, that's not who." Or, or for a time, being that person, being this party young kid, yeah. And then going, "Actually, that's not." How I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered for great singing, great acting, great hosting, great, great person, good guy. Yeah. Um. So. Surprisingly good, surprisingly good Rob Mills. So I, I, I went and did a bunch of like, you know, I took acting lessons to learn how to be a better actor. I took a bunch of scene lessons. I took dance lessons. So I, got into musical, yeah, yeah. I, took, I got into musical theater and I learned the art of being a part of something so much bigger than you being just a small cog in a very big machine of a wonderful working family. Um, and also the work ethic that goes into putting a show on every night, eight shows, eight shows a week, the discipline that, I mean, I think I had this wonderful party hard ethic, but I, I lacked the work hard ethic. So then to get into a show, I was like, well, I need to get the res- I want to gain the respect of my peers. You're not going to get that just by turning up. You've, you've got to turn up and do the work and that goes for not just working in a show, but also doing the work on yourself and growing. Um, and that comes with go to see a counselor or talk to your friends about things or go to see a psych. And I do that regularly, and that's definitely helped my growth as a human.
1: So this is what I find fascinating: is you, you rose to fame, like because if you think about it, you know, you know, there was Big Brother, then there was Australian Idol. You were the first one to come out of that reality genre before it actually blew up. And mm. so then now you sort of at the start of that, and you went, "Oh, actually, well, that's not going to define me, and now I actually have some real talent, and I'm going to work on that." Now I feel like that is now completely lost in the world of reality because there is so much reality that people want to get famous for the sake of fame so i'm just curious that if the 21 year old rob mills started now would that would that still happen again
0: i don't know it's it, it's hard to say because it is it's a completely different landscape and in australia that seems to be all we do now is produce reality tv like i think 80 of the australian content now is is reality based which is kind of sad because i feel like there's so many great writers and so many great actors here that could create great dramas and dramedies and um
2: and what kind of person would go on like you know i'm a celebrity get me out of here
0: (laughs) (laughs) did you love that deal you bloody loved it i
2: loved it i've said it multiple times that if they ask me again i will go back in a fucking heartbeat because i barely scratched the surface of it i got kicked out way before i even felt any kind of discomfort really so, but anyway, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like there's that, that reality TV culture. It's, I think it's cheaper to make for
0: a lot of you networks. Know, yeah, it all so comes down to, it all comes down to cash, I think. And, and would I for- do it now? Probably, I probably would still um, not. And as, as again, I don't think I'd do it for fame. I'd do it for the job that gets you to the next job. And I think that's just how my brain's always worked. Whether it was the work, I think my dad and my mum bestowed upon us as kids. Um, I've had a job since I was 12. So, and that paper round wasn't to be famous. That was just to earn some money. So I could buy some, you know, buy some DVDs or buy some CDs. But when I was a kid and then that job gets you to the next job because you want to buy something cooler than you, than you had, or yeah. So I've always just gone, it's the gig that gets you to the next gig.
2: Yeah. And, and also then, I feel like you enjoyed every gig, every step of the way as well. Like you're 100%. like, Oh, this is fun. This is a fun thing. And to what
0: did on. I, and what did I learn from this? Always reflect on it. That's super important to to reflect. I think that's something that you learn as you get older or else you're like, Oh, I forgot to learn something. And you stay in that sort of mm. level, the surprisingly good level, maybe.
1: And, and you're appreciative <laughs> of the work. Cause as we know, this uh, industry <laughs> and currently is a prime example that it is very fluid and and also... Unessential, I, was, I
0: think Scott Morrison called us. Yeah, um, yeah, unessential, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah unessential. <laughs> and then but my favourite is, and then it harks back to what uh, Dill was alluding to before, is um, I think you're one of the most approachable people in the industry. And the casing point I give is when I saw you in the sauna. Now, mm. approaching a stranger in a sauna <laughs> is always a tricky, tricky thing, okay? And coming at it to start... I'm a lot of close off no, no, yeah, no clothes on, right? So, <laughs> so picture this. and This is at the same time when you guys are doing Run Melbourne, right? Yeah. So Dill and you guys are doing Run Melbourne, you're both ambassadors. I walk in and I'm like, ah, there he is, there he is. And I was like, oh, how do I, talk to you... him because the first thing I notice, and not to blow smoke up your ass. Small dick. What a rig, <laughs> rig. What a rig. Because oh, it's just, it's just. <laughs> well,
2: you don't need to blow any smoke up his ass. The stoner is doing it itself. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. <laughs>
1: But I was like, okay, look. And then I followed up with, like, look at this rig, and oh yeah, he's one of those who wears speedos. And... Uh,
2: who's I believe currently wearing speedos as we're chatting? We can't see from the neck down. I'm just
0: wearing jocks. I go home from the races and I literally took all my clothes off, and I I put a t-shirt on for the pod, but I am just in jocks.
2: What are we calling briefs or boxes? What
1: are we rocking?
0: Uh, they're brief. I don't, <sighs> uh the the one that goes this way. The ones that's like a like a shorts.
1: No, we don't care what length it is. Just... Yeah. Oh, like a, like a boy,
0: boy, like boy leg? Is that what they call it, Or that's what girls wear? Anyway, never mind.
1: Anyway, so yeah. It so so a you great, go in was, and you, bend, you it, go, what a rig.
0: It was an so, interesting, so, so, um, yeah, interaction.
1: Yeah. So, so, I, so I was like, I'll sit like, next to him. I was like, look, I do have a clear opener. And I, I didn't want to, in my head, because I've done A this, clear and...
2: opener? Stop using this phrase when you're <laughs> naked in a sauna. <laughs> 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 Permission to <laughs> land. Ground control. (laughs)
1: Because <laughs> I, I I used to do this. I don't know if I've spoken this as a pod, but I used to go to the Grand Hyatt to the sauna before uh, Virgin uh, Ooh, Active arrives. Yep. And so there used to be quite often famous people in the sauna. And my favorite thing to do was sometimes sit down and just pretend I didn't know them, right? And I was like, oh, maybe I'll do this. Oh, maybe I'll do in <laughs> oh this situation. God. But I was like, no, I won't. I'll just I'll just be normal for once in my life. And then just sit up and I was like, hey, you're doing Run Melbourne. I know Dill. And then we started talking. And then before you know it, we were just talking about television. And we, sat, we I, think I did probably... not know this story at all. Yeah. yeah. And so we just, it was hilarious because we got along really well, but we were just also laughing because you were just coming on the back of Neighbours, you did a big long stretch and you just finished <laughs> Neighbours. And we were just talking television and we had this hilarious moment that we were talking and laughing and then we just stopped and just forgot that there was also eight other people <laughs> in the sauna <laughs> listening ah. to our conversation. <laughs>
0: when there's a lull to be had but I always or and I think secretly both of us love a bit of an audience as well like yeah I yeah. definitely saw someone smoking out the corner of their eye I yeah. love that ah! <laughs> yeah.
1: That's good So That's you're great.
0: performing to the other Wow well, well, look look I'm not saying that you know it was it was a paid gig or anything but like we, we definitely got some tips yeah, as we walked out. Like someone threw some coins at us I don't know
1: where they got from and Andy
2: by the sounds of it this new <laughs> duo, <duel>, this <laughs> hot boys in the sauna yeah.
1: And it, was, and it was so funny because it was like I I saw you and, like, and then we just had I think we clocked 20 plus minutes in the sauna like because we just because when you're talking you don't notice how long you've been in there so we just like drop
0: 20 kilos yeah
1: yeah dro- <laughs> <laughs> drop 20 <laughs> kilos and then it was so funny because then we said goodbye and then five minutes later I'm working the project and then your partner was on it and it was just like this really weird like I was like yeah I was just with your man in the sauna she's like oh I oh
2: that's weird oh, okay, <laughs> congrats oh, on the rig <laughs> uh, that you get to see that every night
0: yeah <laughs> Uh, let's talk.
2: Uh, let's talk rig. Let, uh, let's get there. We've got there organically. So it is true, Milsey, You've uh, you you you've got a good fucking bod on you.
0: Thanks. Now, thanks, mate. Ha- I said the same about. Hang on. Also, I did say the same about you the other day when we went for a jog.
2: Well, thank you. The, that your rig is work. looking
0: exceptional. You've all like you've gone from. If you don't mind me saying so, please say fat. No, I was going to say round yeah. to to almost like. You, you're getting a V like there's a V coming. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it's the V. Calmy. You're getting it's a V. He's got, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, that's the camel toe from my, the, the, the jock's been riding
0: too high. <laughs> no, i Is the, that what you mean? Underneath the shoulders to the, to the hips. There's right. the, the V right. there. Not the, the, not, not the gutters, not those, not those ones. <laughs> but
2: um, what's the current routine like? And well, actually start earlier then. When did you start getting into uh, fitness uh, and physique and things like that. Was that a high school sports thing? Yeah, I've,
0: just, I've, I've always um, done sport since I was a kid. As I said, it was a paper boy when I was a kid, so it was Daredevil trying to do as many jumps as possible on my BMX.
1: <laughs> paper boy, well, which, which suburb? Which suburb?
0: Uh, Willis Hill, Glen Waverley. So we <gasps> had some sick jumps out there. There's a BMX track around the corner in Mount Waverly.
1: And did you try um, and land them on the porch? Like, were you that good?
0: Oh, mate, luckily I had a stack hat. I stacked a lot. <laughs> Um, but mate, yeah, always been a um played I played footy all through my juniors, played cricket, played baseball, um, and baseball. always loved Yeah, baseball. That's weird, isn't it? People think that's weird.
2: No, my you mates know, used to play I was part of a baseball team, Benny, remember? No,
1: but, but no, I just remember there was Rounders and at Wheelers Hill or what's the private school out in Wheelers Hill? Wheelers Hill Primary, there? yeah. Yeah, okay. The, <laughs> the um the um there was always baseball out there and out near Geelong. That were the only two places I knew where you could play baseball. Yeah, oh, You
2: can play it at Mary Mary Park and stuff. That's where my mates used to. The Fitzroy Baseball Club. Baseball, I have yeah. a lot of buddies over there. Have you had well, a Do I? Uh, no, I never played. I used to just drink with the parents. Okay. And
0: uh, <laughs> and watch the kids. And, that sounds weird. How and then
2: no. And then I'd go and I'd go with uh, so my mates who all like you know in their twenties. We'd go to the showers, hit the showers, and I'd have shower beers with them. Look. <laughs> <laughs> even I though you didn't play, to, even though you didn't play, even though I didn't play,
0: you just like well. Let's hit the showers. All right, let's go.
2: Let's hit the showers, boys. All righty. And I, I always describe myself as mostly heterosexual. Yeah. Uh, for that, for reasons like that.
0: Because <laughs> you were like, no, "I'll just get in there, give it a go." Well,
2: it was just fun. I just wanted to belong.
0: Yeah. And nothing says uh, belonging like beer, beer showers in the nude. And beer
2: showers, and yeah, you have a bit of a laugh. You talk about the game. I didn't understand the game, but um, uh. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe this hasn't come up on the podcast before. This I'm sure. Really in a no, no, in so a you've
1: touched it, but you've never you've never gone into detail about it. That's, that's yeah. Okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's,
2: so then we were like, "Hey, that's Rob Mills," and he's like, "What are you doing here, mate?" Like, yeah. And then and is that
1: a baseball hat that he's holding? No.
0: That's.
1: that's yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <cool>. That's Milby. <laughs> He's
0: the bat boy. Uh.
1: So yeah, a lot of lot of sport as a kid. Always. Yeah.
0: Always sport. Always doing all the sport. Um. And then realized that it's really good for my mental health probably oh, 10 years ago. Or so probably more, probably more. So like I had to keep fit for roles in musicals, had to get really fit for Grease the musical. I think I was doing a lot of dancing in that, um, had to do like a one arm lift. Did you play Danny? Yeah. Had to do oh, a one arm wow. lift in the, the hand job. had to like win that. I had to win the dance competition every night. And I was like, a well, one
2: arm lift in the hand job. What?
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was born to hand j- jive, baby. Jive. Yeah, jive. Um, and then 2016, I played Jesus and Jesus Christ Superstar. And I went, Jesus wasn't eating a lot of food back then. Like he's, oh. there's, there's, there wasn't a lot of food going around. You can't be a big Jesus on the cross. You have, so, to, be, you have to be cut. I, <laughs> Jesus on the cut. Yeah. So I did that intermittent fasting and uh, lots, of, lots of weights and got pretty fit. But not like... I've never wanted, and I don't think my body type does it. I don't want to get big or muscly, or I just want to be fit. Well, you know, I would, like
1: I would describe the... your body type. And correct me if I'm wrong: is you have very much, which is a very sought-after, sought-after <laughs> sought body type, a swimmer. Oh, thanks, mate. I reckon you yeah. really like, I just assume you've just been cutting laps, but instead you yeah. just sitting in the steam room, just doing gear.
0: No, no, that's, that is one thing I had missed this year is the, is the pool. And by gear he means
2: comedy gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be careful, Benny, yeah, whether you be throw care,
1: these yeah, words around. Railed, um, so. do,
0: you, do you miss the swimming, Ben? Do you, um, uh, do you use the pool?
1: Um, so it, this is this has come up much over the lockdown to the point where I have gone insane. I have missed the sauna and drop pool. It's the combination of both. I love yep. that drop pool more than yep. anything else in the world. The cold water therapy was the thing that just made life amazing. Yep. That I have missed it so much that I, thanks to Dill, who uh, got a whole bunch of my mates uh, together, uh, pitched in and got me a voucher. And I have purchased a four-person sauna that will be arriving and I'll be building in my backyard.
0: This is fantastic.
1: It's, it's gonna, it's such a game changer. Like I miss the sauna and the combination of the drop pool, but that cold and cold, hot, warm therapy, like it's, it's, it's the thing I probably missed the most in lockdown. I'll be honest.
0: You know, you know, you probably can still do as well is just uh, pop over to the servo, grab a whole lot of bags of ice and fill up one of those kiddie pools and then just jump in that straight after.
1: Well, it's funny that I, I, cause we've got the shells, but it's just not the same. I want, I I want it up to my neck. Like I've been looking and researching these wine barrels, like I'm about to do it getting like an extra large wine barrel and then cutting it in half or even just cutting the top off and then just being able to plunge in that. So that'll, and and also it'll match the sauna wood.
0: (laughs) Mate, I don't see why not. This sounds like a bloody great (laughs) idea. Uh, Sign me up if you need some, um, you know, you know, those DIYs or workshops, working bees. I'll come over and help out. I love it. I'm, I'm a big fan of the um, the cold shower. I've done it all through all through the year. I started last year, um, cold shower in the morning to wake you up and a hot shower at night to, uh, to put you to bed.
2: I love this because I've been doing this for two months now, but I don't know why I'm doing it. Or at least I have a rough idea as to why I'm doing it. <laughs> but I'd like to hear, have you looked into the benefits of a cold shower?
0: Oh, look, I'm going to have a stab at it. It's something to do with it um, kickstarts your, um, the, the basically what, what warms you. So all the blood cells, you got to heat up. Your body has to stay at a certain temperature to make it feel comfortable to make all the organs work properly. So right. to shock it into cold, it has to start, starts working the
2: engines. Yeah. the engines start
0: going. Yeah. It's almost like having a cold glass of water in the morning as well. Does the same thing for your insides. It like goes, Oh no, I need to warm up. need just yeah. go back to that normal temperature. So a cold so shower the- really kickstarts everything. Um, I don't know. I just think it's fantastic, and also keeps your well, keeps your showers short. Well, Good yeah. for the environment as well.
2: It for me it uh, is a mental thing. Like uh, from two sides. For the st- for starters, I feel really refreshed after it. Yep. Because after the first. 30 seconds, maybe even less, I'm feeling quite fine. Like there's a, you know, zap initially. Yeah, but then but it, your then, body heats
0: up really quick, hey?
2: Yeah, and, and now, like, especially it's compared to the first week or so, now it's like, oh, it's not even an issue. Like the first week I was like, yeah, My <laughs> like, like, Jesus Christ, fuck you, Wim Hof. And uh, then, <laughs> but now it's like, I, I actually do like it and I like it quicker. But also for me, it's like this, thing to remind myself that i lean into discomfort i'm like all right i know this is going to be uncomfortable but let's go head first into it because we know there's going to be good times at the end of it and that sort of sets me in a good mindset for the rest of the day if i'm feeling like oh i'm too lazy to work out today no but we lean into discomfort that's what we do and you just you know you bounce into it you know what i mean
0: and that's great that's a really good way i might even start framing it that way myself because i do love the cold shower i try and do the make make the bed in the morning it's like well you've done something right Tick, yeah. The, tick the yeah, box. Same here. Have but you I got a
1: morning routine? Actually, let's go with that. So I nah. To just add one thing yeah. to the cold shower thing. Yeah, go. Is it, it, it is so huge, and a lot of people do it. And you know, either whether it's Wim Hof or that you don't have, like I, I tried the cold shower. I didn't like it. I wanted to just immerse myself in it, and then be able to enjoy the cold. But there's a lot of science that. Is disputed. So the big one is, they say it improves your immune system. Uh, that's, that's the big one. Uh, that it reduces blood pressure. But the one thing I think Dil touched on is it's th- it's the the mental aspect. And someone described it to me really well, which I, in after doing it for so long, is is when you go to the cold water. Say if you're really hyped and you're really anxious, or you know a bit manic, it'll bring you bring you back down to that calm level. But then it does the opposite. If you're really a bit depressed or you're a bit out of it, it then brings you up to that, that sort of that medium level that makes you feel comfortable even bordering on happy or whatever that feeling is. And um, so that's what I think. It's like I, an
2: evening out.
1: Yeah, it's a real evening out. And I, I remember just trialing it, just going the sauna and going the drop pool. I always would finish on the drop pool freezing, like even to the point where the hot shower, like I wouldn't even bother with it because it just would hurt a little bit. And then I'd leave and then I'd slowly warm up. And that period of slowly warming up, is a really joyous one. It's like you feel parts of your body that you haven't felt before I, again. And that's something I've genuinely missed because it was just that being in tune with your body. Like, like I lo- yeah. I'd love to be able to do a cold shower in the morning if I didn't, was wasn't standing in a bath and then I'm too scared <laughs> that I'll just flinch and slip and just absolutely. myself.
0: It's, it kind of makes sense. When you think of it, like you have a hot shower. So the, the, the way you fall asleep, the way your body falls asleep, um, Everyone thinks it's you warming up in, under the covers, but it's actually your body temperature dropping. It makes you fall asleep. It's your te- your temperature dropping in, yeah, in your body temperature. When it drops, that is the motion of that because it's dropping so fast. That's what actually makes you fall asleep. So yeah. it kind of makes sense that to go the opposite way. That's the thing that wakes you up.
2: Yeah. Right. So hot shower for, and you go with hot shower at nighttime. Yeah, always. Yeah, and yeah. and how, how long before bedtime? Is there anything that you've noticed? Because I've sometimes noticed if I have it too, um, just before going to bed, I'm a little bit too alert. Whereas if I give myself maybe about a half an hour to an hour and then go to bed, a shower a half an hour an hour before and then go to bed is when I sort of pass out.
0: Um, Just different all the time. I don't really yeah. have a routine and I've got to get better at that. That's something I do have to get better at is finding some sort of routine, um, and with, whether it's morning then, or gy- night.
2: What's the gym routine now to try and maintain the rig? Is it, so you, you do running and uh, you've got a currently a calf injury, so you, you
0: can't do too much of it. Yeah, which is not good for my mental health deal. Like I really need the run and a podcast or even the run just by myself with nothing is really good for, uh, my mate described it best many years ago. And he said, think of all of your thoughts in your head as um, pieces of paper. That are just floating around in the air he said when i go for a run it's like i can grab those bits of paper and i put them in manila folders and then i open the filing cabinet and i put them in the- so they're all in order so still they're all the same pieces of paper they're all still there but now yeah. they're just in manila folders and they're all filed away nicely i just think it's a really good analogy um yeah. and that's what i miss yeah i miss about the running but I'm, I'm i'm doing um a couple of days a week now with a trainer and then we zoom on a saturday morning
2: you zoom on a Saturday? What do
0: you mean? Like do a do a class with my partner? A class? all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought
2: you would like you, you go so fast. <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> no, we no. just zoom through the city on a Saturday.
0: No, I'm doing it with um you know Max Price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Max and I have been going twice a week uh to to my trainer or to now our trainer. Uh, so that's been that's been quite fun. Do, do you want? Do you guys want to get involved in this? Do you want to get involved? I
2: mean, I mean I'm just so desperate for company that I'll say yes to anything <laughs> these so, so, days. So you do it on Zoom.
0: We go really early. No, we go out there because um, he can train two people now in Melbourne, right. yeah. and probably I mean, more if, as of next Monday, I imagine as well.
1: Well, it, it, no, but there's more now. You can do up to I think. Well, I am I mean, unless my boot camp is saying that he's doing it illegal. But we we've had uh, eight.
0: Oh, great. Yeah, so, so.
1: Dill,
2: are you in? Yeah, potentially. I mean, because I've got my own running program that I'm working on with uh, a, g- a guy called Zach from Run to PB. I'll give them a shout out. Sure, sure. Uh, Zach Newman, really great. So he's improved my five k pace to I think well, I recently clocked twenty two minutes and forty seconds or something like that. So it's it's got a lot of improvement uh, since correct. I was doing it on my own. So, but. Here's what I want to talk about, which is the, that's the running aspect of it. What's the gym situation? And specifically, I guess, with lockdown, have you been able to do strength training at all?
0: No, nah, man, I've got, got a kettlebell, got a couple of five kilo bell, uh, little dumbbells. But we've been I've been doing a little bit of work, but no, nah, the rig has not been great um look shit out. thanks mate my partner and i have been talking about <laughs> after um, all the compliments that you gave me <laughs> you mentioned me just going yeah
2: you're right man you look fucking terrible
0: Now, Tony and i have been um trying to i said to her, like we we know this we all know this the summer bodies are made in winter uh now it's spring so summer bodies are made in spring yeah <laughs> So we're trying to—that's um, climate change's fault, you know what I mean? Global <laughs> warming is pushing the pushing the winter it's to it's spring. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so we're trying to trying to get fit at the moment. We've cut kind out of hot chips for a month. We've got a um, two hundred dollar bet each. Um, so it's basically a really, really, really nice dinner um, if if one of us have, um, eats hot chips. So
2: <laughs> this is you and your partner. Yeah, for the month of
0: November. Yeah. So right. No hot so, chips for
2: the month. No I mean, that's pretty torturous.
1: <laughs> so, so that's – hang on, hang on. <laughs> let's, just, let's just write this down. So, so the bet so is so, to not eat hot chips, right? That's it. Okay. And the bet is – and the person who craves then has to take the other one out to, for a really nice dinner. That's it. And so it's 200 bucks.
0: Yeah, it's not bad.
1: Okay. I think I might – I think I'm going to try this. I think I'm going to try this at home. I'm going to yeah. bet with Maya – if one of us cannot pretend to look for something in a cupboard while we're just eating anything we can find <laughs> in there just to have a break from the children. I think it's a go-bed. It's a nice I'm dinner. A
0: and because we haven't life. been able to have nice dinners, this is a really good thing to look forward to.
1: Yeah, but there, but there, this is the kicker. Yes, you, you get to go out for a nice dinner, but you get to do it by yourself. You just <laughs> go by yourself. No kids, Tell no me, wife.
2: <laughs> what happens if you both don't? What happens if you both don't break the if you don't both break the bed, then there's you know what happens at the end of the month? Do you still go out for a dinner and you
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. There's still don't there's still be both... a dinner, but it's a really, really good dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or maybe Ben, we just both go out <laughs> for separate dinners.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. my partner and I are just both in the cupboard going, Hey, how are you going? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. We do, do love. My question is is, a comp, is: is it as a couple? Of do you do you exercise together?
0: Uh, oh, she's, we've, tri- we've tried. We've um, tried. Like the the group class is great because she can go at her pace, I can go at my pace, and um, that's kind of good. We've tried running together, <laughs> and it didn't go well because <laughs> she's not a great runner, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go. I just. I'm gonna at the end of my half marathon i was up to 20 20ks and i so i'd done two big laps two big loops within the sort of 5k limit this is back in um in july and um, i was at the i was at 20ks and she'd waited for me at this this spot she's like oh, i'll just run the last bit with you how long to go i was like it's not long it's not far i was like 1k to go so i've got i'm on i'm running almost like six minute k's at this stage i'm I'm pretty tired. Like I've run 20 guys. I've got one and a bit to go. So she's running alongside. She's like, you go, I can't, <laughs> I can't keep up. She ran for like hundred meters. Worth. You go. <laughs> I was like, I've done 20 already. She's like, I can't keep up. You go. Just, just, oh, just get me on your way back.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so it's, good. it's fun. Now we do little, um, run walks together. So I'll, I'll wait for her if I run, run ahead and then we'll stop and walk for a bit and then we'll, yeah. But she's, it's great. We we do love a walk together. I think that's been really um, important. And I think a lot of a lot of couples probably going through this throughout. Yeah. And I imagine maybe Ben, you're the same as well. It's getting those moments. And it's weird for, for for Georgie. As soon as we leave the house, as soon as we're outside, she's just like, "Oh, these are all the things that I haven't told you about in the last, you know, couple of days, or maybe I've been holding on to this for a few weeks." But there's something about walking and the, the not. I don't know, not looking at someone in the, in the face, there's nothing confrontational and you're sitting at dinner you're over the, over the table. Um, but when you're walking, there's like the, a freedom of flowing of thought. Deal, I don't know. We, we sort of Absolutely. find this when we're walking or, or jogging deal, like uh, that your sort of stream of consciousness is a lot easier. So I think for Georgie yeah. and I, those, those moments throughout lockdown where maybe things haven't been, cause I mean, all we've seen is each other. Um, and oh, she would go to work every day, but, I had not really seen anyone else other than her. And it was having those conversations on walks or these little jogs with each other. It's like, Oh, it's really helps. It's super important. And also walking through the botanical gardens and any kind of forest bathing, I think is genuinely super help, helpful. And, um, and it's you through know, the
1: day. It's through the day and like a lot of of couples at the end of the day, by the time you want to talk about stuff, you're tired, you just Mm. want to go to bed, you just, you probably worked all day, but if you can get one in the middle of the day or early afternoon, or especially on the weekends when you're walking side by side, because we've noticed as well that the walk through the weekend is sometimes the conversations that we need to have or that we want to have, but we can't have our six-year-old listening in and knowing absolutely everything. They're running ahead on scooters, they're on the playground and then you get to talk. And it's 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 amazing. And I and I've said to my partner, who I think is one of the smartest people I know, I said, currently I need to be able to access that brain. All your colleagues get to use that amazing brain. <laughs> I I want a piece of that too. <laughs> like, like, I just said to her, very like, really sweet. Like, I really need to to. There's things I need your help with at the moment, and and you you you're good at. You know me so well. You can break it down. And those conversations we're having. Throughout the day rather than at at night. Because, you know, especially for Dylan and I, like, it's also our relationships change completely because we talk at night. Like, for the last six years, like, we gig every night, but we haven't been gigging. Yeah. We're not then, then you know. And much, it might be the same for you, even though you you guys have such crazy hours because you're both, you know, like one of you's working at night and the other one's working early morning shifts. Like
0: yeah, two two thirty till till nine thirty. Yeah, yeah,
2: Because <laughs> yeah. uh, for those of you who don't know, your partner Georgie, she does the news on ABC, and she was saying that sometimes she has to go into work at what two a.m. or something.
0: Yeah, yeah two a.m. two thirty. Sometimes three. Uh, sleep in for her is going to going into work at four. She loves that. She's like, oh, sleep in. This is awesome. It, oh, my
1: God. That is just insane. And also credit to her. If you do see her at, at, at like 4.30 in the morning, she does look like she had the greatest night of sleep. She looks <laughs> wide awake. She's sharp. She's amazing. Sometimes, I'll be honest, when I watch her, because I do watch a lot of ABC News, uh, yeah. uh, it's okay. I'd like to see her fuck up more. Is she that good? Because if she's that good, <laughs> it's annoying.
0: <laughs> she, is, she is that good. She's incredibly good. She does so many roles there Um Whether it's writing the show and editing all the stuff. It's all of it. Yeah, and also it goes on radio, and then banter's about politics as well. She's yeah, she's ridiculous. Amazing.
2: Ben, we've never had back to back couples on the podcast. Maybe we should get Georgie for the next one Ooh. and get the other side of this story. Oh, right. <laughs> oh. oh, My God,
1: amazing. Is- I know just,
0: the Millsy's not happy about I'm ner- it. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous. No, I, I, I've been hosting this uh, today at it um, at the races for Channel Ten, and I I come home and I'm like, because because she's a great presenter and a great producer, I'm like. How how was it? Ah! <laughs> I got, like nervous because <laughs> I wanted to do a good job. I'm like
2: that's so sweet. She's I like,
0: so here are the notes was... Okay, oh, okay.
2: But did
1: yeah. she give you constructive feedback?
0: Always, always. I think that's what we we both give each other great constructive criticism. Um, through through our, our unless relationship. Unless it's about running, where you just fucking ran away with that. Oh, unless it's running, I'm like you're just. <laughs> but
1: th- 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 this is an interesting point because. We... <laughs> We've we've discovered this where, where Maya's like you need to you need to stop doing this because I'll ask for constructive feedback when we're really tired and we want to go to sleep and she doesn't feel like talking and then you get like really truths so that aren't probably hundred percent true that you're just like <laughs> oh this is not constructive this is just painful <laughs> you're just ratting you're just ratting <laughs> like, on me we should we should talk about this in the middle of the day when we both have a coffee and there's wind in <laughs> our hair not when you know it's making like a nightmare to get our kids down and we can't you know we can't you know we just want to <laughs> sleep. What, what do you think? Oh, what do you, questions not to ask. What do you really think of my comedy? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs>
0: Here we go. Just hold that oh, thought. Boy. Let's let's go for a walk. <laughs>
2: everything's gra- start everything's start great on a walk.
0: Everything's great um, on a walk.
2: We need to start closing this off. But uh, you mentioned the paper paper analogy when you go running and how that's a, such a beneficial thing for your for your mental health. And uh, two questions, I guess, is so you. Uh, when did you start seeing a counselor and uh, talk us through a little bit about that process? Have you been seeing the same person or have you moved around until you found someone you're comfortable with? And secondly, do you have some sort of mindfulness meditation practice at all, or does it show up in other forms like a run? Is that your mindfulness? So two questions there.
0: Mate, I started seeing a counselor probably 2005, I think, because I was sad. I, I, I didn't realize I was quite sad. I was really good at making people happy. I feel like that's, Um, something I've always wanted to do, but I don't think I was, I was happy. I wasn't, I think that came back to that. I wasn't quite sure of who I was. I didn't have the self-worth. I was trying to be someone that everyone else wanted me to be, or they had a perception of who I was. Um, and so it was really good to sort of unlock that back in 2005. You're young um, then. You're young. Yeah, it's a baby, amazing. and also look, we're all just trying to work stuff out when our you know early twenties or mid twenties. So that's it's quite normal. So I'm not going. This is a massive sub story at all. This is just it's called growing You're not up to and see maturing. A
1: counselor, Rob. like there's not many guys in there. Maybe not back then to go. I'm I'm ready to see a counselor. I mean that's like quite yeah like, cause the, because
0: of, because of the um the, the taboo that was around it. But there was yeah. like there was something in me going yeah maybe I should. So from then and that was just oh, a few times, and I was like okay that was. It's a, better understanding of maybe who I who I was um, and putting my thoughts and feelings in Manila folders and back into the file cabinet for me which mm. is which is really helpful um, but I've been seeing a guy in Brisbane now I see him on Skype um, for the last couple of years and he's excellent um, yeah. and I thoroughly enjoy um, chatting to him because I feel empowered every time I finish with him I've learned something Probably, I haven't really learned anything new, but I've, it just, I don't know, everything just becomes. It something. It just that reinforces. You thank you. Thanks, yeah. mate. Um, it definitely reinforces it all. So that's, and I'll try and see him once a month or once every two months. Um, How did you pair up with the counselor who's in Brisbane? Was it always
2: uh, over Skype or were you in Brisbane at the time? A, or did a friend was- of
0: mine um, recently, uh, who I was living with at the time, he was like, hey, mate, I noticed you're not maybe feeling a bit right. Do you want to see my my guy he's up in brisbane we just skype and i'm like sure actually i'm going to be in brisbane for a gig for a few months so i might as well try him out while i'm up there so i went and saw him a few times up there and then went Uh. this is great let's let's do this for real and i think he's just an excellent um he speaks in sound bites like a like i don't know like a really good radio guy (laughs) you know like he manages just to get all those Great um, analogies, and then put them into like tiny little sound bites that you can write down in like five words, and go. That's it. That's my new. That's my thing for the week, or that's the thing I can focus on that that I can control, or whatever it is. Um, yeah. And as far as mindfulness on a weekly, daily basis, um, it's if I notice that I'm getting anxious, I've probably just been trolling on um, social media. I've probably look, been looking at Instagram for too long. Go, oh, I just delete it.
2: Yeah, uh, I thought that's how your mindfulness is—to is start trolling people. No, Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, trolling, no, so you... not trolling. Yeah, yeah um, So
2: you get scrolling from Instagram causes a bit of anxiety, a uh, bit of discomfort.
0: Yeah, I don't. It's right. it's kind of like a why there becomes the FOMO that becomes a, oh I don't know, I have that why aren't I doing that, and then mm. and then I go because you're doing this. <laughs> so I, yeah. just, I what what used to be oh why aren't I doing that why aren't I? It comes now in my own head because you're doing this and that's okay. Cause what you're doing is great. So it's, yeah. it's a, it's a way of framing it. But then if I do, if I'm thinking about it too much, I just delete the app and then go and do some push-ups or go and call a friend. Oh, I've been trying to call a friend today. Um,
1: yes, I, I, I've been trying to do that or message yeah. at least like, yeah, I yeah. To yeah. Call, but like, just yep. like, just call a day and just say, Hey, how are you going? Like, feels yep. really good at that you know even with yeah you know, and try to do, I choose one with the family and one with friend. That's a
0: friend yeah because i think that's one thing that i have not been good at no i think it's um pretty common in our industry because we just get our energy or we get that ego boost from the work that we do so we just get it from the next gig and i don't make time for the for the friends and then when the gigs are over you're like oh i'll just go and hang out with with it oh i'll just yeah, i don't yeah, yeah. i haven't really made any effort with any of those people so mm-hmm. i don't Oh, damn it. So that's, that's been a really big, um, uh, a big thing for me this year to go, Oh, you have to, you only get, you only get out what you put in. And that goes with yeah. friendships as well. Absolutely. It goes with your relationships, but also goes with your friendships. Um, so put, put the effort in and I'm not good at it. And I'm, it's, it was great. It was a great year to realize that. And now to how do I, cause I already found myself going back into work Going, oh, I'll just, do, I'll just go into work and I'll just go to work. And then you're like, ah, oh, no, no, no. Got to make the got to make the time. You got to make the time for your friends.
1: It's funny. I a... just I've had the same thing. I've spoken about it before, but just reconnecting. Like I quit drinking three years ago, and I've reconnected with a whole group of mates that I lost contact with over the last five to seven years on Zoom, playing poker once a week. And then separately from just playing poker and just catching up, because we have all been in lockdown. To you know, call that friend who's in you know in quarantine and just having an hour chat. And we used mm. to do that. Five years ago, so it was so it was like oh, just because it's been five years ago since we've done that, doesn't mean we can't do it now. Mm. Like sure, like life's changed and it, and it sucks, but it doesn't mean you can then continue and put effort in a friendship. And that's been a big because comedy for me has gone in the way of that as well. So I think that's I think that's a great one. That's like you know it, it is really really hard, especially with time constraints. And you know I you know I always blame a young family, but it's, it's not enough of an excuse I... not to do that.
0: And guys, we just don't, we just don't do it. And then the next thing you know, we're in our 60s, 70s, 80s. We're like, we're our friends. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't put the, I didn't put the effort in. And I, I'm, yeah, as I said, I'm super guilty of it and I will get better. uh, And I, I aim to be better in the next, uh, the next year or so.
2: Mate, that's one of the things I love about chatting to you is that you, you, you do uh, you're aware that everyone's a work in progress and there is things that we're not, you know, we we are the way we are because of various reasons, the way we were raised or whatever, but there are things now within our control that we can now start to make changes. But it takes a bit of effort and it takes some, it takes a bit of pain, actually, first of all, to admit that you might have not done enough, you know? For example, in this situation, when you're talking about friendship, that uh, it, it's hard to admit that, you know what, I think i was a bit too negligent when it came to friends and then first part is recognizing it and then the second part is going okay well what can you do about it now now that we've learned it maybe it's not too late maybe there are those things you know what's that saying the best day to plant a tree is today and the second best day is 10 years ago or something oh the best day to plant is 10 years ago the Mm. second best day is today you know yeah so yeah it sounds like you've got uh got a a healthy noggin on you mate along with that rig so (laughs)
0: thanks i
2: feel like you've got the you got the noggin to go with the rig and um Right. genuinely thank you so much for chatting to us uh thanks so much update thanks I so much you a yeah, man. Guy, man i can't believe you uh, i it was a long shot and i was so excited when you said that you're free today specifically because i was like oh man i feel bad even asking you so thank you so much i've everybody. neglected all my
0: friends uh that i was gonna see. so <laughs> my- <laughs> no nah, mil-, you, mil you're, you're one of people. my new you're one of my new friends dylan i i've, I've thoroughly enjoyed getting to know you um uh, but I'll please, look forward to more, man. please never um, try and make yourself sick on television ever again. Yeah, <laughs> Go <laughs> come on! Learn, learn, that, growth, growth. Learn mindset. and grow from that. Learn and grow from mindset.
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Millsy, right. where can people find you? Instagram, if you have not deleted the app, what can they find you? Oh yeah, if you have
0: messaged me on Instagram, I might not have got it, but I'll I'll get it in the next week or so. Um, at Rob Millsy Mills, because I thought if you can't beat him. Join um, I Did you not
2: <laughs> like the nickname Milsey?
0: No, no, no. It was because I was keep getting Rob Milsey Mills. It's either, uh, why can't I just be Milzy or Rob? Mills? It's always Rob Milsey Mills. I think sometimes I it's just Milzy Mills. So it uh, yeah. just just lean into it. You're just gonna lean into it. And uh, I wow. like it. I always yeah, like so it.
2: just assume the Milzy Mills. Yeah, what, you know? yeah. Millsy okay. Millsy. Right,
0: right. Find and, me there, and, um, and you'll you'll see me um, uh, for the rest of the coverage the races at channel for channel 10, um, also picking up the scraps or whatever grant Daniel, or Osher doesn't do. So that's <laughs> pretty much it's, it's funny and, cause uh, it's true. Yeah. Also future and, and, Australian Idol um, host. That's my aim. I'm, I'm uh, throwing it out there.
2: Mate, why can't they? They should. Like, come on. By now, a former a
0: former contestant. It's coming back 2022. It's
1: 2022. And also, but also, gun it and say, you know, just, you know, lie. Get you managed the lie and say, you know, you're a judge on The Voice. Play the game. I am,
0: I am my own manager. That's the worst. Thing. I, I'm calling people. They're like, who's this? It's Rob Mills yeah. manager.
1: Uh... Is that Millsy Mills? No, no. What... Yeah, no, no. They just said yes to the voice. I'm, I've got rid of Guy. Yeah. yeah.
0: But <laughs> no one does that. Um But neighbours. Uh, neighbours, um, neighbors, you can still catch on and catch up. I think uh, my character died last year. Till in a horrific um, grave digging incident, I was digging a grave for Susan Kennedy. I accidentally slipped, broke my neck, oh, yeah. and fell in, and I drowned. In the, the water that was filling up the grave.
1: I can't believe I did not yeah, know that you died. It. it was peak soap. It. Peak soap. And and some phenomenal editing. <laughs> <laughs> that is so
2: funny. I feel so embarrassed. I just thought you were still filming.
0: No, no, no. no. Was some... Yeah, I right, finished a while back, but um, it, all those also... all those plunge pools really helped for when I had to uh, ah! be in a be in a watery grave.
1: And and, and there was only one person who was happy that character died. (laughs) Susan Um, Kennedy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jackie. Jackie Woodburn. We love Jackie. Jackie, Jackie. Again, Um, see, this is like
2: Stuart's all over the road, but... Benjamin, we have our Patreon, uh, which is Fitbit, uh, patreon.com slash Fitbit Uh, please do, uh, jump on some great squash dog subscriptions. If you want the bonus episodes, exactly. most recently we had a bonus episode with Adam Rosenbachs, uh, who, uh, talked about audiobooks, uh, specifically creating his audio audiobook and writing his great own book. Great
1: one. Great feedback on that one. Um, and just for me, and uh, not that I have anything to plug, but a massive, uh, thank you. Uh, I haven't been able to get back to all your messages. Uh, all the people who uh, talked about uh, who's hit me up uh, through Fitbit pod uh, but also my uh, Instagram page uh, about the struggles they've had throughout lockdown and um, you know a lot of parents have hit me up but a lot of people without kids have hit me up as well and I will uh, respond to all your messages but I just want to say thank you it means the world to me because has been a very hard lockdown and it's um, nice to sh- share those experiences uh, with people who've been uh, along with the journey from, from the get-go so a big thank you and I will get to your uh, messages so thanks
2: that's actually a good point Benny yeah th- thanks for all those messages. They have been lovely and it's sometimes really hard to stay on top of the replies. Uh and yep. please don't take it personally. It's just that yep. managing a you know a bunch of things at the same time, especially for you Ben with uh you know, yep. you know, the pod as well as your family and all of that. So yeah, that's a really good point. Thank you, everyone, for the yep. lovely messages. Please do get them coming in; they do help. Trust me, yep. they do help. Yep. So thank you a lot. But uh, Robert Mills, uh, see, I didn't say Robert Millsy Mills. Yeah, that. <laughs> it comes naturally
1: to me. I, it, I feel um, like yeah.
0: No, it's good, mate. Whatever, whatever comes naturally, I'm fine with it. Yeah, all good. right,
1: yeah.
2: but thank you so much, mate. Uh, I'll look forward to let's do a run soon again. Yes, mate, and, definitely. Uh,
0: can I say, yep. well done, Victoria. Well done, Australia. Uh, we're we're, we're nearly we're nearly out of this i think there's another donut day today so let's just keep keep it going we'll have the masks off soon uh we will be free and we'll be frolicking and we'll be high-fiving i can't wait to high-five and hug someone i just i missed it so much well done well done victoria well done australia
2: take it everyone
1: bye